How's it haunting, everyone? I'm Lena. And I'm Chris. And this is the How's It Haunting podcast. How are you doing, Chris? I'm I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Uh, a little tired. Can you tell? Just a little bit. So, Chris, what's our topic for today? That is a good question. Today's topic is glitches. Sorry, just me fumbling with my papers here. Are you done yet? I mean, just let me know when you're done. I'm done. I'm done. Are you sure? This is no you promises. Want to put in a couple more? No promises. I'm doing okay. my best. Okay. You know me. Just getting ready. Okay. I'm done. So are you going to go first today or do you want me to go first? I'll just go first. So... Chris is going to be doing the Mandela effect and my topic glitches in the timeline. Uh, I got all my stories off of the internet, but I didn't really read them. I just went over them a little bit. So I might make a mistake here and there. Of course. Of course. Why, why would you read them, right? It just takes longer for you to do, you know. I'll you know, do I don't do research. Yeah, I'll do the research. I just pick them and then I just skim them. First story, morning routines. One night, I had completely normal dreams. I was getting ready for school while my mom made breakfast for my brother and me. The next morning, I went downstairs, put my gym shoes into my backpack, and I recognized it was the same exact actions as in my dream. I then went into the kitchen feeling like I'd done this all before and watched the same scene playing out between my mom and my brother as it happened in my dream. I was able to mouth along their entire conversation because I remembered what they were going to say. It was intensely weird. She had a dream about this and then she went downstairs and did the exact same thing in her dream. She had memorized the dream so well that she knew what was going to be said. Whoa, that's amazing. Yeah, let me know when you're done with that noise there. Oh, sorry about that. I don't know why you even have your pin. I'm writing, writing notes. notes. I'm making my notes as you read. I'm, I'm making notes so I can ask questions later. Well, let's just go to the next story. Skypin. Once a long time ago, me and my friends were riding the bus. She looked down at her pin and realized the cap was gone. At that exact moment, the cap fell from the ceiling of the bus and landed right in her lap. That's creepy. Some creepy shit. The cap disappeared and now it's falling. She didn't throw it up in the air? It just fell. She was looking for it. She was riding. Look down, cap's gone. So it went down and then it, it fell through the sky and then like one big continuous loop. Yeah, you're scratching your head over there for that's, that one. That's pretty cool. It's a good thing she didn't drop like a drink or something. <laughs> she would have dropped a drink and it would have fell down and landed her, on her head and she would have had her drink all over her head. All over her head? All over her head. Okay. <laughs> Are you going with that? I'm, I'm no, gonna, you're going to... Okay. It would have went on okay. her head. It would have went on her head. She dropped it and... It, Where'd, where'd it go? And then she looks up and it falls in her face. That's what we're sticking with. Okay. Well, it makes sense to me. It, if it goes down, <laughs> that's what she said. If it goes down and it comes down, it falls on her head and it gets all over her face, right? That's what would happen in your story. You're the one saying the story. You explained the story and you said if it falls down and it came, the cap, the fucking cap fell down between her legs and it came down on top of her head. And I'm just saying what your story said. You're the one telling it, not me. <clears throat> Next story. Creepy general salad chicken. Me and my friend were at a Chinese restaurant and we ordered a general salad chicken dinner and shrimp lo mein dish. When we sat down, we took out both our boxes and set them on the table about two feet apart. My friend opened the first box and we see a shrimp 
low main dish. It has all the things in there, noodles, shrimp, fried rice. He closed the box and opened the other box. Inside the box is another order of shrimp, low main dish. Shrimp, noodles, fried rice. Oh, I think they must have mixed up our order. I was just about to say this when my friend said out loud, look, they made a mistake and gave us two. As he opened the first box again, inside of it was a General Sal chicken dinner order. General Sal chicken, white rice, and an egg roll. He froze and looked at me. We sat in silence and it took us five minutes or so to collect ourselves. We have no idea what the fuck happened. So they opened the box and they saw one thing and they opened the other box and they saw the same thing. And they're like, oh, we ordered two separate things. And they opened the box again. And then it was what they wanted in the first place. That is crazy. And it was just the two of them that witnessed that? They both witnessed it. That is crazy. That is that is crazy. I don't know what I would do if I seen that. Would you eat it? I definitely would. Why the fuck not? I mean, I already paid for it. Yeah, but if the food changes, then you don't know how uh, it might taste different. I'm willing to try something new. You paid for it. I'm not putting that money to waste. What am I going to throw it away? I, I would. I would probably just get a new plate or go someplace else. You don't know what that motherfucker is going to put in your food. Why is it changing? Why is this food changing? That's I don't know. I didn't cook it. Okay. I'm just saying. Making more notes. Just write stuff down. Here you go. This one's for you. I spilled chocolate ice cream on my leg. I wipe it off and there was still a pale brown stain in the shape of the ice cream splotch. <laughs> I told my mother. That wasn't chocolate. Are you happy with that? Are you proud of yourself? Money. It wasn't chocolate. I told my mother who said it was a birthmark. I will swear under oath that I never before had a birthmark. So she's saying she doesn't know any marks on her body. Like she doesn't stare at herself at all. Right. I don't, I don't, I don't understand that. Like, how is she not staring at herself all the time? I don't know. Especially as a female. I would see it. Her cell phone teleported from one place to another. <clears throat> oh, that sounds familiar. My friend and I were talking to our roommate and her girlfriend one night. Roommate had just received her new phone and was sitting in the bed using it while the four of us chatted. So the roommate had just sat her phone down while we were chatting, she goes to pick it back up and it's gone before she noticed that the thing had poofed. They really put poofed in here. It, it poofed? That's, yep. that's what they put down. They put down it poofed? They did. <laughs> There's other words that are better, but okay. <laughs> well, tell us how you really feel. I did. <laughs> <clears throat> I called it for her and we couldn't hear it. We take the comforter, the sheets off the bed and shake them all out. We look under the bed, behind it, everywhere we can. The phone is gone. Even though we hadn't even left the room at all during the whole conversation, the phone disappeared. We tore apart the whole apartment trying to find it. We finally decided to try her car. It was in the locked trunk. We live on the third floor and we were all in the same room watching her use the phone before it teleported. They found her poofy phone outside in the car? You're really loving this word, aren't you? I'm loving poofy phone. Is this your new, is this your new thing? I feel like they were smoking beforehand because there's no way that this phone just teleported. I mean, I've seen it fly, stuff fly, but I, I've never heard of phone teleporting. They don't say that they weren't on any type of drugs, by the way. So there's no guarantees. But you never know what people would go through. I mean, we've had, we have our experiences. You've had different experiences. Your experiences is what you experience. Doesn't even really make sense. Congratulations. Good job. Can I continue with the, the next story or do you need to make a poofed comment? No. Go up, please. You're good? Yeah, I'm good. Got it out. <laughs> I can move on. Go ahead. Okay. Move on. I, want to make sure, I don't want you to say poofed in the middle of the next You're story. the host. Go ahead. Oh, you're now going to direct me? Okay. <laughs> you go ahead. You do all the editing, so. Yeah, I'll probably take out your poofed comment. 
That's not going to make it in. It's like the rest of my stuff that I say, just don't make it in. <laughs> That's what she said. I experienced a moment where time stayed frozen. When I was a teenager, I went in my room and decided to go to the kitchen to make a sandwich. I looked at the clock before I left. 6.48 p.m. Went to the kitchen, made an awesome sandwich, got some chips and drink. Wait, I want to know what his what he considers an awesome sandwich. Because like an awesome sandwich to me, it has to have everything just right. Was it a semi-awesome sandwich? You know, I don't want any of this deli meat. I want like real cuts of turkey. Not You want the sandwich to be awesome. Yeah, but he doesn't describe it. So how do I know that it's awesome? Well, he didn't make it for you. I know, but I'm reading the story. If he's going to describe awesome, he has to tell me what awesome is. Well, I mean, it's missing a point. Do you want, I, I want to know about that sandwich. Do you want to call him? Maybe we I should do. call him after the show. Maybe we can stop and call him and you can ask him what an awesome sandwich was. You should. You can look that number up for me though. Okay. Thanks. I'll write it down now. Lena's awesome sandwich. Got chips. See, he doesn't even say what kind of chips. Were they good chips? Was it a small bag of chips? Well, if the sandwich was what? so awesome, you don't really care about the chips. It's not awesome anymore if you got crappy chips. Okay. And a drink. Right. Mm. I could use now a drink I'm right hungry. Now. You know, a sandwich does sound good right now with some chips. I'm going to go make myself a sandwich. It's going to be awesome. I'm not going to tell you about it, but I'm going to tell you it's awesome. But I'm not going to tell you what's in it. This probably took at least 10 minutes to make. When I walked back into my room, the clock still said... See, he says it still said 648. That's not... Oh, wait. Never mind. I read that wrong. Maybe I should read beforehand instead of just... You should probably do a little more research before, you know. It'd be nice if you read the articles before you start reading it on the podcast. A lot of stuff to do. I edit, produce... I do all the background stuff. Right, right. Yeah, you do all that stuff. You're, you're always busy. You didn't know that? It's your podcast. As I stood there for a bit, really confused, it then turned 6.49 p.m. I would like to be able to make a sandwich and then only take one minute. Sometimes 10 minutes is way too long for me to sit there and be making a sandwich. Would that be considered fast food? Because if you make the sandwich really fast and it takes you a minute and then you're done and then you can go back to doing whatever it is you're supposed to do. Wow, you pulled that one out, didn't you? Multiple drivers experienced a time jump on the same street. Had a friend who was convinced that something was wrong. The area between the nearby... Why is nearby so hard to say right now? Did the great Lena make a mistake when she was trying to speak? Is that hard for you to say right now? You know what? You act like you never make mistakes. (laughs) Yeah, but I fess up to mine. When I make mistakes, I know I make mistakes. You going to say versions again? Do you want to talk about poof some more? Whatever. Can I continue? I had a friend who was convinced something was wrong with the area between the nearby town and his home. Or maybe it was his car. He claimed that many times he'd leave work and somehow be home in five minutes when it normally was a 15 to 20 minute ride. It was crazy. He wasn't the only one to experience it either. Happened to a few friends that rode with him. Definitely weird stuff. I would appreciate that. On my drive home, if I got home, you know, back when I worked so much faster to get home right and not sit in traffic i mean i would like that be able to i want to know what so i could live on that street maybe you could find that route and move there and you can always take that route whenever you want to go someplace mm. <sighs> okay i'm just gonna go on to the next story my cup jumped from place to place without a reasonable explanation when I was about nine, I was eating dinner in my room for some reason. Man, this kid's lucky. I couldn't eat in my room. My parent will whoop my ass. I was sat at my dresser. This is what the person was. I sat. I was sat at my dresser. You meant I sat at my dresser that had a big mirror. My dad came in to check on me. He asked me if I wanted some more tea. Wait, what? Nine-year-old drinks tea. Nine-year-olds don't drink tea 
unless it's sweet tea, but he doesn't say it's sweet tea. Was it hot tea? To which I said yes, handed him my cup, and I watched him walk out and close the door. Looked over to see my cup full of tea right there when I where I picked it up. I asked my dad about it, and he said he never came into my room. What what did the dad put in his tea to make him think that he's hallucinating? How how lucky is this kid to be able to eat in his room? And his parent actually asked him if he wanted more, like my my mom. Get your ass up and get your own. Man, these kids are spoiled. I'm annoyed with that one too. He had a vivid hallucination of a car crash that could have happened. Here's one from my brother. I don't think our mom believes him, but I certainly do. That sucks. He seemed spooked when he got home. He was sitting in the passenger seat driving home alongside my mom. A bright green car swerved and hit them, knocked bits and pieces of glass into his arm. He jolted awake afterwards, just in time to see the car pass them. He claimed he felt the marks the glass left afterwards, too. So he feels like he was in the car crash, mm-hmm. but he wasn't? Mm-hmm. That's not a hallucination. That would be a dream, right? It's only a dream if you're asleep. It says he jolted awake. So then he's not driving. Well, I mean, he could have been driving. Who knows? How how would you drive in your asleep? Is that all the research you did for that story? It's all the information they gave me. Probably should have read that one too. Yeah, probably. And my last one. It's a little long. So just bear with me. I watched a man teleport in broad daylight. I have to give some backstory about a man named Zeus. Now, Zeus has a reputation around... Knoxville, Tennessee, as a bit of an eccentric character. My brother has told me stories about him making people pass out by whispering in their ear. Okay. I want to know what he's whispering in people's ears to make them pass out. Sounds like a great thing to be able to do. I don't want to hear you anymore. Whisper in your ear, pass out. Can they come and do that to me when I can't sleep? Giving people glass pendants and saying, this is the color of your soul. Just general, unusual stuff. Can I have a black one? You already have it. I want the color to show off. He was thought as of a magic man of sorts. Magic man's of sorts. Isn't that a song? Yeah, it's a song. It's called uh, Magic Man. It's by heart. Well, long story short. You can't. It's already long. You can't shorten that. My brother and I were walking through the West Town Mall when we saw him. Now, let me tell you, this guy is incredibly recognizable. I'm talking... Six foot five dude with a gray goatee, nose piercing, and at least four rings per finger. He always carries a staff and wore a floor length black duster jacket. Wait, where did he get this staff from? Because I want a staff. I want to be walking around with a staff. Would you carry a staff? I would. You'd walk, you'd really walk around with the staff. You know me, I would. I'd never leave the house. So, where am I doing walking around my house with a staff? No one's going to see me. It's true. This was Zeus. We saw him walking just a bit ahead of us and then turned towards an exit. Naturally, we lost sight of him for probably about 60 seconds after we turned the corner and left the mall. The weird thing is, after my brother and I passed the same exit and not more than 30 seconds later, we were coming upon another exit or entrance on the other side of the mall. Then guess who popped out? You guessed it. Good old Zeus, the magic man. Now this is a big place. It's like five minutes to walk the length. They couldn't give like distance. They just have to keep giving us, you know, time periods. Nice. There is absolutely no way he could have made it to the opposite side of this place in the time he did, even if it was sprinting or was somehow able to go up and over buildings. 60 seconds is just not enough time. I actually would like to see this man sprinting with the staff, his jacket. This would be an interesting thing to see. Like that staff has to be huge. You really like that staff, don't you? I'm digging the staff. This man teleported. There is no other way to slice it. I do like the description of this guy. 
I kind of want to be friends with him, have a drink with him. That would be cool. I would be there too. Watch you guys bond and talk. Oh, yeah, there's Lena with uh, her friend that's over six feet and has a staff. Oh, and the big black jacket. And the big black jacket. In the middle of summer. Four rings on each finger. Oh, and the nose piercing. Okay, Chris, what do you have for us today? Since you did your research, unlike me. Uh, Well, I have the Mandela effect. You want to explain that for people? I was. I was getting into it when you said that. So let me get everything together. I got to get my notes together. Okay. I dropped my pin. Okay. Are you ready yet? Uh, no, I'm ready. We'd like to know. All right. So here we go. The Mandela effect phrase was first coined back in the early nineties, named after Nelson Mandela, who we all know Nelson Mandela. I mean, people our age know who Nelson Mandela is. I'm pretty sure everybody knows who Nelson, Nelson Mandela. <sighs> so he was actually in prison. He trying to get through this without laughing at myself, an anti-apartheid movement activist who was imprisoned early in his life. And the Mandela effect is based on the fact that some people remember him dying in prison, which actually he didn't. He was released in 1990 and became, it went on, went on to become president of South Africa from 1994 to 1999. He eventually died December 5th, 2013. But some people remember him passing away and some people don't. And that's where that phrase comes from. And the Mandela effect doesn't only apply to Nelson Mandela and his memory. It applies to a lot of different things. Maybe, Lena, you can relate to some of this stuff. When you were young, did you have Jiffy peanut butter or did you have Jif peanut butter? Jif. A lot of people will swear that they had Jiffy. Jiffy. Yeah, and there's also there's also other little things that people remember like a certain way that other people don't. And they say that there's a couple of different theories why this happens. One of them is that there are parallel universes and sometimes our conscious self slides back and forth through these parallel universes. Some people say that we all live in a sim- simulation, like the matrix plugged into this computer and someone's there and you know they'll mess something up. And then all of a sudden things change and some of us have the memories. Some of us don't have the memories. Some of us think, you know, Hey, you know, I, I had Oscar Meyer bologna with an E instead of an A, or I've had it Jiffy peanut butter and not Jiff peanut butter. Like we all know it's Jiff and it's not Jiffy. Tell you the truth. I kind of already knew that story that you said. So that's why I cheated. Well, you want to just do the rest of the story then? instead of? No, no, you're doing good. Thanks. I'll just cut out what I don't like. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Here's one that you might like. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Finish that one. I mean, when I look at the mirror, it's just mirror, mirror. Who's I'm just beautiful. That doesn't matter. I mean, I'm just great looking mirror. You know that. I know that. There's nothing else needs to be said. Fine. We all know that. But can you finish that statement? <clears throat> mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? And where does is that that one? It's not from anywhere. But people believe that it's from Snow White. What is the exact quote? I don't know. I haven't seen Snow White in forever. I just know it's not from there. Oh, you're right. It's actually a well, way to take the fun out of everything. It's actually Magic Mirror on the wall who is the fairest one of all. Well, a lot of people have things confused. For example, well, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll read these things and you can tell me which one you think is the correct one. And we'll just go down from there. What do you say? Okay. Okay. So number one, is it Lucas Films or Lucas Film? Film. No S. Is it Looney Tunes? T-O-O-N-S. Or Looney Tunes, T-U-N-E-S. T-U-N-E-S. Is it Captain Crunch or Captain Crunch? There's a like apostrophe N. How many F's 
are in Oreo double stuff? This one I don't know. Two? One. Yeah, I, that's fine. I don't eat that shit. So. Here's something that maybe you did eat when you were a kid. Cracker Jacks or Cracker Jack? It's no S. Yep. Well, you got them all right. Good for you. But I guess we already knew that was going to happen. Right. Well, the thing is, the Mandela effect is based off memory. And the theories about memory is that memories come not from a recorded space, but they're fluid. They build as you recall. So you don't really think of two plus two is four. It's two plus two is four as you're thinking it. It's not something that's played back on a record. And because of that, sometimes memories can be distorted. Sometimes memories can change and they could be influenced by other memories. There was a study done that showed an MRI scan of the brain that showed memories were stored, similar memories side by side in some faculties of the brain, which means if you knew Nelson Mandela and Steve Bicko, Bicko, who was also an activist in South South Africa. Steve Bicko actually died in prison, whereas Nelson Mandela did not. And Steve and Nelson were both well known around the same time. But they're thinking that maybe the memories of one go over to the other, which is why a lot of people, a lot of people think that Nelson Mandela died in prison which he did not. But the real problem starts with technology and social media, making it harder and harder to figure out what's real and what's not, mixing up true facts, real stories, and fake stories. So you might get the wrong story, but then you go, say, like on a certain website or social media, and people are like, yeah, I think that too. And then you get a lot of people that think the same way you do. So you have a whole community of thinking they had Jiffy peanut butter when in fact we all had Jiffy. So you're saying that there's a whole group of people pre-internet who believe these somehow just came together and all have the same ideas even before internet. So we're talking back when we were young. They all thought they all think that way. Yes, that's one That's one of the theories and how this all started in the first place. It was started with a thought about Man- Nelson Mandela and the internet was young and, you know, before back when dial-up and everybody had to plug things in the computer with the phone and how we did it when we were young and people shared the same thoughts and they came together like, yep, I think that too. I mean, I would get like Jif- Jiffy if you didn't have name brand stuff, so you're not, not sure. Well, a lot of people think that is the name brand. A lot of people feel that when they were young... The name brand was Jiffy Peanut Butter and not Jif. Now, I remember Jif Peanut Butter. But the theories also go because memories are like memories are stored in side by side kind of compartments with the brain that because you had Skippy Peanut Butter and you had Jif Peanut Butter that you would mix it up and have Jiffy Peanut Butter. So they combined them? Yeah, they combined those memories just like uh, combining... Nelson Mandela and Steve Biko. Biko? Biko? You know, know there's that. there's a Google where you can put that in. Yeah. And it'll tell you how to say I it know, correctly. I know. I just, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Maybe next time. But also, Jiffy, Jiffy Lube is a name it brand. It sounded like you said Jiffy Lube. Like, are you saying Jiffy Lube as in where you get your car? Yes, where you get your car. Okay. It's exactly where you get your car. Jiffy like, Lube. Are we talking about peanut butter? Where are we going here? No, this is this is where you get your car, but it is a name brand. So people hear Jiffy Lube and they think Jiff and they mix those memories together and they come out with Jiffy peanut butter. Do you, do you want to hear the last theory or do you just want to talk about peanut butter for the rest of the show? Peanut butter is really good. Yeah, we I'm hungry. hungry. Yeah, yeah. Especially after that sandwich. It is good. That lack of an awesome sandwich description. Right? So you got to make a sandwich and tell us what an awesome sandwich, what's in an awesome sandwich. 
because we don't know. So the last one is, and you're going to love this one, save this one just for you, because I was thinking, you know what? Lena's really going to like this story. So the last theory is time travel. Time travel. Time travel. It's actually a Rick. It's Rick's loves that stuff. Time traveling stuff. Well, he watches all the movies on him and everything. They theory theorize. Let's say people are doing it. They're time traveling everywhere, going different places, like seeing, hey, look at that was I was there when I was young. That was me. I did that. They change things. So by the time they get back, Jiff peanut butter has become Jiffy peanut butter since you like peanut butter so much. I wish I could eat peanut butter often. It gives me heartburn. I'm sure our house at Haunters wanted to know that. I love peanut butter. It just, unfortunately, it doesn't love me. Have you personally had any experiences with the Mandela effect? Do you remember something when you were young being a certain way? And then when you get older going, hey, that's not the way I thought it was. Everything. There's things here and there that, yeah, when I got older, I, I saw are different. But to name them right now offhand, I can't think of anything. Do you have any examples besides the peanut butter? I gave you a bunch of them earlier and ask you to choose which one you you know them all so there's that here's here's another one that you might find interesting a movie you like movies we like movies we talk about movies on the podcast sometimes we do like movies we do we like obscure movies we do like obscure movies i think my movies are better than your movies i'm just saying remember way back when you were young i know it's a little hard for you than it is for me who starred in the movie that had a genie that came out of a boombox? I can tell you who, what people say it is, but it's not true. Oh, you know this one too. Of course you do. So since you know what I'm talking about. You mean that they think it was Shaq? Yes. Shaq or, or who was the second guy? Yeah, uh, I can't think of his name. Oh, what is it? Something you don't know. Sinbad. Yes. So it's either Shaquille O'Neal or Sinbad that starred as a genie. That came out of a boombox, but the movie is called Kazam with Shaquille O'Neal and with Sinbad. People swear the movie was Shazam. But both movies were bad. Well, yeah, I didn't say they were good. Unless we're talking about Shazam with my boy. That's a good movie. That's years later. Nobody has that. So the Mandela effect is just a phenomenon that occurs with some people and they built a whole community around it. You can find them on all sorts of social media links, websites. Uh, Maybe you've had an experience where you think something is the way it is and it turns out something has changed and that thought stays with you and it just haunts you. Eh, How's it haunting? For the rest of your life and there's no way to remove just think about how would you feel if you grew up a certain way and then you thought this this whole time and you get older and you have that memory of you seeing lucas films with an s or coca-cola with the squiggly line instead of the straight line or Chuck E. cheese instead of Chuck E. cheeses it's just something to think about. And that's why we have a paranormal podcast. So we can discuss those things. You could have done the whole report on your own since you know it all already. It sounds better coming from you. See, I'm a part of things. Yes. Hey, Chris, do you have anything else to add? Nope. That's all I have for the Mandela effect. Since I'm in charge, I decided to have you go do some research and look up some paranormal news for... Ghost that is so good. That makes me laugh. Every time I hear it, every single time I hear it, it makes me laugh all the time. So this week in the news, mirror.com. You're going to like this one, Lena. A couple that does paranormal investigations found a human skull. Are they a couple like relation-wise couple or 
they just a couple friends. Well, it doesn't say in the article. Mm-mm. I'm looking through. It doesn't say that there are a couple. It just says there are a couple. So I just think in two people. Okay. And the headline is human skull found in woodland as police cordon off area near abandoned pub. So these people out there doing ghost research and stuff and looking around and they're like, oh, hey, there's a human skull. Let's see what all this is about. Maybe we'll call the cops, which they did. And I, I like how you said, maybe we'll call the cops. Well, they are you adding your, is that what they said? That's what they were probably thinking before they called the cops. But oh, they eventually okay. So you're ad calling the cops, reporting the Giving news. Giving a conversation. I'm reporting the news and trying to be uh, entertaining. You want me to be entertaining, don't you? You want, you want this? Absolutely. Okay. Well, there we go. Okay. So did I get to finish? Okay. Hopefully. So the news, a couple finds skull near an abandoned pub and cops come, you know, seal off the area. They call in the forensics, they're running tests. All I can report to you is that they found a skull and they found military type jacket with the skull. Where where was it again found? That's a good question. Egerton Park. This is in the UK. Okay. Wasn't sure what part in the world we were talking about. I was getting to that. Okay. Just want to verify. They have names. Danny and Felicity have spoken of their shock after discovering what they claim was a human skull and an army I style. Like, I do like how you said they had names, by the way, as if that was like a mystery that they didn't have names. Well, you want to know who they were and you want to know if they're a couple. So I figured I'd put the names in there to help you sleep at night. So they found the jacket close to the remains. They alerted the police and they called 999. So I guess that's what it is in the UK. I don't know. I've uh, never been, so I couldn't tell you. When I went there, I didn't need it. So I don't know. Yeah, we all know you went there. So they're both... Feeling a little shaken up after discovering the scene around 3.30 a.m. Danny says that he has trouble sleeping after that. Felicity claims that they both feel sad. So whatever was going on at the time, they feel they've uh, absorbed those feelings. Oh, so they went on an investigation and now they're surprised that something followed them? It just says they're shaken up. Well, you said she feels sad. I mean, how would you feel if you found a skull? You know, you're on an investigation. You're out there just I, having fun. I'd be excited. I found something interesting. Well, not not everybody reacts the same. So next story. That's all you have for that story? That's it? It's done? They found a skull. I feel like there's something missing from it. Well, when there's an update, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll update you. I'm excited for updates. So Tipton Hayes State Historic Site to host paranormal investigation in March. Would you like to go to a paranormal investigation? If you do, you better hurry up because they're starting one and it's going to be March 24th and March 31st from 6 p.m. to 11 p.m., which is not a whole lot of time. And it's not as late as, you know, probably you or I would like to go because I, I want to go there late at night, you know, possibly early morning, three o'clock. Doesn't everything happen at three o'clock? So each night there'll be a limited amount of people coming and it will be from eight. What do you think is the youngest age they're going to allow at this paranormal investigation? I mean, youngest age that I would think is appropriate or youngest age that they're going to allow. Well, maybe not you feel is appropriate. I would say they're saying like 13. Allowing 12 year old and up, which I think they should have a cap on older people. What do you mean? Maybe to a certain age. Because if you're, if you're unhealthy or if you have like maybe a heart condition, you need to be careful. I'm sure they sign a waiver. They're, 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 they're covering their asses with some type of liability and stuff. So yeah, makes sense. I mean, well, some people might want to go out that way. They want to be, they might want to be scared to death. Yeah. I mean, you like being scared. So, I mean, who's to say what? Wouldn't you? I mean, I would go. 2030, I'll be there. 2030. So how's it honors? If you want to go on an investigation and you're in the Jackson City, Tennessee area, go to wjhl.com and get your information. Okay, next story. 
Next story, Paranormal Activity TV series reportedly in the works for Paramount+. Plus. We're getting a movie, right? Yes. So now the movie, the new movie isn't enough. They have to go and do a TV show. Well, maybe they feel you're not getting enough paranormal activity. For goodness sakes. So you're not, you're not with the TV show. I mean, you've seen the movies, right? And what, what more can we put? I mean, it's what seven, six that they're doing. I mean, what more can you put in a TV show that's already been in the movie? There are no details to speak of as far as the series goes. They did mention that there is another a seventh installment. Has there been seven of these? Wow, there's seven. A seventh installment preparing for full motion picture production. and But it will be released on Paramount Plus in 2022. Okay, we have a couple of years. Or no, just a year. About a year, depending on what, what time of year they're going to release it. Does it really take that long to make a, a Paranormal Activity 7 movie? Like You know, you think from what you see on TV or the movie theater back when we used to go to those, huh? it doesn't. But turns I guess out editing, you know, what? the editor, editor. Give the credit to the editor. The editor. We all know the editor does a lot of work. So as of now, there's really no information on what the series will entail, just that it is in pre-production. They picked a director. I wonder if it'll be the goat again, that goat thing. Wasn't it a picture at one time? Wasn't there a picture in the attic somewhere? I don't know. They all start to blend in. If you don't have Paramount Plus, do you have Paramount Plus? I don't have Paramount Plus. I'm not fancy. I have to get a real job to get Paramount Plus. So if you have Paramount Plus, keep an eye out for this one. It is a Paranormal Activity series. Okay, let's move on. What's the next story? Next and final story. You are going to love this one. I saved the last for last for best. Best for best for last. Nice. I said it. There you go. Best for last. That's what I meant to say. I say, and just for you, Lena, this one is Marilyn Monroe's ghost is haunting a lookalike who lives in her LA home. So not only does this lady look like Marilyn Monroe, she moved into her house and Marilyn Monroe said, "Uh uh-uh, I'm going to haunt your ass. She no bitched her. Exactly. So Jasmine Chiswell captured paranormal spooky footage. And it's one of those things that I did not send my co-host, even though I was supposed to send her this email link earlier in the week. I just didn't do it. So if you want to go on to express.com and take a look at that, she'll explain what she's seen, what she captured and how she feels about it. Did you at least watch it? So Marilyn Monroe double Jasmine Chisel captures claims that she's captured spooky footage of paranormal activity in the star's old home. Um, Originally from Scotland now lives in Marilyn Monroe's former mansion in the Hollywood Hills. Um, she's claimed that she has witnessed uh, doors opening and closing on their own. Her husband has claimed that he's had paranormal experiences in the house after being told by a psychic that it was haunted and including hearing voices and footsteps. Did he go to the medium before he had any sightings or anything? Or he did it afterwards to confirm it, what he's hearing? It just says that he had he was told by a psychic. That okay, so we don't know the timeline. No timeline. If they okay. put that in their heads or not. But that is what he is saying and what has happened to him. But everyone's experience is their own experience. So. Right. So they've both seen things and heard things. She's on TikTok. If you have TikTok, I don't have TikTok. Neither do I. But if you go to TikTok and at Jasmine Chiswell, uh, you can see this video. And since, Lena, you have not seen it yet, we'll watch it together. Here we go. Oh, my goodness. What is this? 
Okay, you guys, so we're genuinely terrified. What is going on? Oh my goodness, you guys, this scares like I do love that you played a video on a podcast because everyone could see it, right? Well, I'm going to describe it to them. Okay. And if they want to see uh, it, they can go. They how can much go better see will this description be? If you go to TikTok and you check out Jasmine Chiswell, you can see what's going on. It shows her and her husband in front of this, what appears to be a hallway closet, and the doors are coming in and out. And as you can hear on the audio, the, she says that she's scared and terrified. And she's filming this. The doors are rattling back and forth. They don't open the doors. And do we know if anybody's in there? Nope. We don't. But that is what's on there. And if you want to go check it out, go right ahead. And that's my last story. Before we end our new segment, Chris, where's my monolith? Lena, there are no monolith sightings this week. And we're so disappointed. I knew you would be. You do love your monolith. I do like my monoliths, but you know what else I like? What's Our that? UK correspondent, Crunchy. Yes. We haven't heard from him in a while. Let's catch up with him. Good afternoon, Chris and Lena. This is Crunchy reporting from the infamous Jack and Danny pub in the Forest of Dean, where we've heard about hauntings from a local man by the name of Dennis Potter. Potter, who's believed to be a local detective, has been known around these areas for his particular singing skills died around the age of 59 um, it's believed he was spooked when he was throwing coins off the rooftop of this very pub spooked by a local dog who happened to be walking his owner um, this scare made him lose his footing off the roof slide down and fall to his eventual doom it's believed that every so often he appears once in a blue moon throwing pennies from heaven and some people even speak about walking out of this jack and danny pub with lipstick on their collar and no recollection as to the origin although this may speak to dennis's casanova-esque legacy for the local yeah. residents uh there's also yeah. Yeah. sorry bob what's that the people have been lying to me <laughs> They were talking about the playwright Dennis Potter. The playwright who wrote The Singing Detective, Pennies from Heaven, and Lipstick on Your Collar. Really? Hmm. I guess they did see me coming. Well, it seems that my investigations have once again borne no fruit, but please do not fret, because it will not deter me from discovering something paranormal for you from the UK. But until next time, this is Crunchy in the Forest of Dean. Back to you in the studio. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Crunch. Thanks, Crunch. We really appreciate it. Hope your investigation brings you the information you are searching for. Yes. I really like his enthusiasm. Me too. Unfortunately, it doesn't really look like he's finding too much. Well, this is only his second report. Maybe give him a little more time. A little more time? Yeah, he'll find something. He'll find something? And that, How's It Haunters, is all I have for the news. And that brings us to the end of another episode. Well, I'm out of stories. How about you, Chris? I am all out of stories. What do we have for next week, Chris? That is a good question. It always is, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it really is. Maybe if corporate would answer my emails, I would know. Get that information in there. Before we go, I would love to give a special shout out to our 600 Instagram follower. Whoa. I'm excited. I'm excited. Who is this 600th follower? It's Keely. She happened to be our 600th Instagram follower. I never thought we were going to get to 600. How about you, Chris? I never dreamed that you would have 600 followers. That I would never have six or uh, we would never have 600 that followers. That we would have. 
six. Well, yeah, we would. It's a team effort here. Team Remember effort. that. Oh, it is. I do. Thank you, Keely. Thanks, Keely. Much appreciated. Very appreciated. Excited, happy. Yay. I just want to thank all of our house at Haunters out there for listening to today's episode. Thanks, guys. And if you have any topic ideas or experience, how can they find us, Chris? Through our social media at house at Haunting on Instagram and Twitter, or send us an email to house at Haunting at gmail.com. Wow, you've been practicing. Because what do we want to ask them? How is it haunting? <laughs>